Hey guys, how are you? This is Tinderella here. I really hope you are enjoying the podcast. We are going to talk about all my dates around the world with different candidates. And we're going to have a little Q&A about the dating world and how to do it better using your favorite dating app, I guess, right? So today's episode is the not-so-kosher sausage. Yum. My bio read like this. Looking for someone that wants to change the world with me. Inspiring humans and providing people's lives should be your intention, purpose, and passion in everything you do. Plus, you have to be tall and sexy, articulate, and adventurous in case I decide to introduce you to my clan. Um, It is very important for me to kind of tell you my bio first because... I change them all the time, almost every week, depending on the mood I'm in or depending on who I'm looking to meet. I really think it's important that we are very precise on what we ask for. They say, ask and you should receive, right? Um, So throughout my experience, I decided to change my bio um, multiple times to see if, you know, someone prefers, I get more responses in a casual way or if I get more responses in a serious way or someone that I I specifically have for a relationship or a girlfriend or a boyfriend, you know, I'm always very interested and curious to see how they're going to react. Interestingly enough, I get better and more different responses when I change my pictures than when I change my bio. It seems to be like guys only go by pictures. Is this true or not? I want to hear from you on the website and on my Instagram page because I really love to hear your opinion and your own stories because remember this book is based on um, multiple girls that told me their dates and I just kind of created a character out of that, okay? So it's Saturday night. My colleague has a birthday party and nothing um, better than bringing Tinderello out with my friends and introducing him to society already, right? After all, he's going to meet other fellow kosher sausages. Yes, we are going to a party with my Jewish friends. <laughs> I'm known for having out-of-the-box first dates and some people call it torture. I call it sink or swim, baby. I need to see from the get-go that you are a survivor like moi. No time to waste in my search for true love. I'm on stage in my life where I know who I am and what I need. No weak link can survive next to my powerful presence, and I'm not apologizing for it no more. I already played a sweet devoted wife for way too long. Ah, oof, and he swam through all the streams of my body slowly, roughly, intensively, all at once. Our vibrations were so high, I thought my vagina might rip apart of happiness, of course. Being dry like the desert puts me on edge, and I work a lot, like I said, so I really need a release. It's been two weeks, goddamn. Mama needs to water the plants, like champagne showers on my face. Splash, splash all over the place. Mark your territory on me like I'm yours already. Hot, sweaty, steady as our relationship should be. You might just make it to round two. Sorry, sorry. Back to the date. This was clearly a fast forward of what was going on in the bedroom later on, right? <laughs> um, so Tinderella arrived to the party. We meet downstairs by the lobby because, you know, I want to keep it casual. And I want to make sure he's not a serial killer, of course. Plus, my friends are with me. So um, I'm feeling pretty confident to judge and um, not bring him up if he's not what I was expecting for. <laughs> but... This handsome guy is so nervous, and yes, he was very handsome and very tall, which I like. 
there's sweat coming down his face and again we're in miami in the middle of summer so it could be that as well but baby you're so cute there's nothing sweeter there's nothing to sweat about i think to myself cinderella is not my usual flavor but he's built a solid a do you guys actually um uh put a score on your dates i know guys do all the time because i have spoken to them but how about the girls do you girls actually go through the homework and effort journaling after a date i want to hear from you um so where are we Whew. so solid eight okay he dresses well carries yourself high if you carry yourself high i might do you right again this is all in my head as i'm watching him stroll down the lobby right he's scared afraid to swim with the sharks those puppy eyes seem to tell you are in the big leagues now baby time to head up hold my hand and smile i say and yes that's how our first impression first date went and let me tell you it only got better from there so uh should i go into the pillow talk in round two okay i'm gonna leave that for later okay <laughs> let's go back to the party my friends are surprised this gorgeous perfectly fitting creature was in fact my tinder date and yes i let everybody know about my social experimenting and everybody knows about my tinder dates being more than just dates i treat him as subjects and i also treat him as friends sometimes or perhaps i don't know i had made some networking and business relationships out of that do you utilize your dating apps for um only dating or do you actually use it for business and to network with people especially when you first go to uh, move to a city or when you're traveling around the globe right i think it's very efficient for that oh yes just drop we turn next and bitches hate typical the queen has arrived with a fresh piece of meat or sausage and this party was about to have a taste of tinderella in action we reach for the tequila he's still nervous and sweating i'm laughing shots shots and there's an ibidium bond call it tequila time <laughs> a small talk a small talk here and there this is where you belong like i said before the guys at met online are either lost in transition or lost in translation and for this philly boy was both falling into my arms has gotten him the perfect situation if you think about it a chance to fudge superior punana moi of course and the opportunity to make new friends in the 305 welcome to miami baby the to casa is to mi casa and mi casa is not to casa right <laughs> so everything seems to be a smooth selling uh in true miami fashion for whatever whatever that is on a saturday night right but it never fails that an evil bitch wants to take your man girls out there can you relate why is it that when you go to a party or you're in a group gathering the flirting of women is just so disrespectful and out of control you know there's so much men uh to go around why do we have to actually go against each other in pursuit of the right <laughs> so tinderella is very territorial but patient observing before making any move in reality it kind of turns me on to see the bitches try to take my prey not knowing i'm the fiercest of the hunters and i might let you smell my puppy before snatching it right in front of your eyes energy is flowing evil bitch number one in full swing i walk away but only to watch and observe and savor this moment her moves are now reciprocative so boom i decide to intervene i grab his ass planting a big kiss in his lips 
pulling him away and saying, that's it. I'm done with the night. We can go home now, babe. Um, the night is cut short, but my hands feel so strong. I'm ready to go. The birthday party is for me tonight. Remember how I told you I was going to tell you about round two? Hmm. Okay. So round two comes with plenty of pill talk and emotional stimulation. This guy is big, and I don't mean his heart. Pleasure quickly feels like intimacy. He's powerful, raw, outrageous in a way, but so vulnerable when he's between my legs. Hmm. Go downtown and find the treasure chest. This morning needs a taste of the kosher sausage. Yes, baby, never had that before, and I feel like you've been missing out. This is too perfect, a dominant in the sheets, but a puppy in the streets. Shalom, baby boy, I might just be ready to convert. Best breakfast sausage I ever had. Feeling so kosher right now, over and over again. Make me scream your name, Philly boy. Hmm. Okay, so maybe this date was a little bit excessive just because of the fact that um, it was probably one of the first ones that I had after uh, I got separated or moved out or divorced, whatever. And I feel that in extreme, it's so cool to like try different stuff for dates. Dates don't have to be boring. You don't have to be sitting around in front of each other to just share a meal or have a couple of drinks. I think it's very important that you bring your dates to um that you bring your dates around in your social circle so you know if you can swim swim or sink i'm going to be talking a lot about the questions and comments for this chapter and don't forget to download the ebook tinderella a day with tinderella everywhere on amazon online and check out my instagram where i really uh, love to hear your um, answers and questions and comments about whatever topic we are talking about. I want to um, hear about how do you feel about the biome. I want to hear about how you feel about bringing your date into a social environment. And I want to know if you use Tinder or any other dating app to actually do business and network and not just to hook up. Alrighty, stay tuned and see you in the next segment. Alrighty, guys, really hope you enjoy the last chapter about the not-so-kosher sausage. And uh, don't forget to download the book, A Date with Tinderella. And also, um, just leave me your comments. So I'm going to read the questions that I have from the prior segment and see if you can relate. And I'm going to read you a few of the answers that I got from the audience, okay? So one of the questions was, what do you think about the bio do you use your bio as a weapon to really get going and um utilize as a tool to get what you want you know one of the most important things is to be direct and really um say it like it is i feel like a lot of times people don't have success in dating because they go kind of like with the flow and they don't know if they want something serious or not and i also don't focus in one person at the time uh, once they found that connection and chemistry, right? What do you think about the bio? And I want to hear if you use this bio to really tell the other person what you're about and what you're looking for. I think it's very important to ask the right questions because that will bring you the right results, right? Do you use Tinder for business and friends or when you travel? The second question that I have is if you use Tinder or any dating app just to hook up or date or do you also use it for friendships and business relationships and networking 
And I found it very interesting that other people love to utilize it when they travel, for example. And they love to utilize it uh, when they move to a new city, right? I want to hear from you. This was a very big um, question uh, that a lot of people had. And I feel that if you don't put so much pressure into the whole idea of meeting new people, then it becomes a little bit more casual as if you were going to a bar or a restaurant, right? But I do believe that once you find someone that you are attracted to or that you have chemistry with, then you need to find out if you have um, the compatibility. And in order for you to find the compatibility, you have to make the effort, you have to stay focused, and I believe that you have to just try out one relationship at a time and not date multiple people, for example, okay? Another question that I had that has been on my mind that we always discuss in the podcast is if you have sex on your first date. And do you use this as a weapon or do you use it also just because you want to see the person the next time or you don't know if you want to sleep with them? I'm going to tell you that the opposite sex sex is mostly lost in translation and transition in this matter. Like um, a lot of guys, depending on their cultural background, where they're from and the circumstances, they don't agree that they should, you know, go on dates unless they're going to hook up. And the other side, girls believe that they shouldn't hook up on the first date because then that's going to, you know, make them feel like they're easy and they're giving away the cookie for nothing. In any event, I want to hear from you and I really hope you are enjoying the podcast and then you are going to download the book and um, give me some comments and questions. Okay, stay tuned for our next chapter. Alrighty, guys. So in the last segment, we spoke about a date that I had um, very early in uh, Miami with a not so kosher sausage. And in this segment, we are going. I'm going to read you a little bit of the um, chapter about my Scottish rehab. So I'm going to take you from Miami to London, and we're going to talk about. A completely different kind of guy and I don't know about you but I never went on a date with a Scottish guy until this time and it was quite interesting let me tell you it was very eventful and I learned so much from um, not just opposite success but about me as well <laughs> so my bio reads like this being told gives you the upper hand in life but it may also get you a date with Cinderella being a smart and handsome will ensure you we do more than just hanging out text me something good my darling what is the dent you want to make in the world? If you could have dinner with three people, real or imaginary, who would they be? In town for a week before Ibiza closing parties. Consider making London my second home. Can you convince me? So that was my bio that I had um, put out because I took a week-ish before I had to Ibiza for closing parties. Um, and I thought that it was going to be very... Um, Uh, useful to utilize this time to kind of do some research and to really get some more material for the book right so the bio I think was on point it got me so many interesting responses and the date went like this 
My date style and pictures do not do him justice. The person in the flesh was way more mesmerizing than any blurry picture he put up on the app. Now, girls out there, do you agree that sometimes the guys that are not such a pros in the dating apps are better in real life? I find it very interesting that sometimes the guys that are too, you know, into the dating apps are not the ones that are going to settle down with you because they are too used to the easy fix or they travel a lot or they're just not ready to commit or they're lost in transition or translation, right? I want to hear from you in the next segment. Um, but it's from personal experience that I end up liking guys with less online skills than in real life. Going out with lower expectations typically makes me appreciate the surprise factor, the wow factor. My Scottish date was way better looking in person and way more interesting of a human than his profile could ever indicate which is perfect for the purpose of our encounter because remember I told you I was doing research. This time I was already writing the book and needed colorful <laughs> colorful personalities that could bring Tinderella to life. Perhaps he has a story that needs to be told. Lately, I've been manifesting truly magical characters that put my brain in overload, stimulating my writing as much as my mind and my spirit. I want guys with substance that understand my fucking as much as fucking. Who can relate to that phrase right there so the scottish accent was yummy green eyes tall kind of stylish but also a, a flare of like darkness and melancholy in his eyes and it's very funny when i cannot put my finger on something you know it, beca- it i become obsessed and almost like too curious for my own good um but he had a sweet demeanor so I should have asked myself, why are we having a lunch day and not meeting at night, right? So I thought maybe this was the way they do it in Scotland, right? Always sensitive to other cultures, customs. I decided to dive in completely uh, in one of my first dates, actually, for lunch in London, right? He agrees to take me to my favorite spot right down the street from my hotel. I'm staying at the Mandarin Oriental, um, close to Harrods in Knightsbridge, and I love well, not anymore. I loved that restaurant, Harry's, um, right across from the uh, Durie. And I find it fascinating that you can just eat on the street there and kind of people watch and stuff like that. I really, really love that cozy um, ambiance. Do you guys have a favorite restaurant where you take all your dates? I also want to hear from you because I happen to have a usual favor. And now I found out that this was my usual favor for lunch when I'm in London. Okay. So, um, where were we? So here it takes me to my favorite spot, right? I'm looking like a million bucks. No, literally. I don't even mean to say in the wrong way, but I'm looking super fly. My outfit is on point, and I was so excited to dress up in winter, like winter-ish outfit for a lunch day. Because remember, I'm from Miami, and London in October could be a little bit chilly, right? So I'm looking like a million bucks, again, <laughs> in case I decide to switch to option two. For research purposes, of course. We grab a table outside, perfect weather. Like I said, super relaxing. Do you guys book more than one date at the time? I know my guy friends do, and I know the guys that I interview uh, for the podcast also do, especially when they travel because they have the pressure of really getting to know someone in a very limited time or in a very like different setting, and you have to just kind of make it happen, right? I want to hear from you. Do you actually... Um, have a favorite place that you take them number one and number two do you schedule multiple dates 
at the same time, right? Because for example, I didn't know exactly what was the situation with this lunch date. So since I was getting ready so early and we're meeting like right around lunchtime, I had the whole day dressed up with full hair and makeup. So I had to utilize, <laughs> utilize this in a very efficient way, right? So we got a table outside. We're very lax. Um, we're people watching. Halfway through our meal, we stop and say, um, he's, I stop and say I was not expecting this. And he did the same thing, you know, when we started talking about my project and what we do. And he was such a cool guy. It really happened to just flow and he started to open up and um, in a bit too much, perhaps, for a first date. I'm not sure that this was the right move, but it was just like, I don't know, we kind of just click and I felt like he really needed to talk, right? So the Scottish Tinderello starts talking about life and his own transition to self-discovery. Someone in his 40s just starting this journey has a lot to say, let me tell you. Oh boy, like he like he does for sure. Not only takes control of the conversation, but it starts going deep in thought. Analyzing of oneself can be something very rewarding, but I'm not sure about your first Tinder date. Um, but it could possibly also play tricks in your mind, right? Do you agree that going too deep the first time can play tricks in your mind? I also want to hear from you about this. I think he's brilliant, but a bit too hard on himself. You see, some thoughts are meant to be kept in your mind. But I do appreciate the transparency. Quite refreshing to say the least. And I keep on saying that to myself in my head as we continue to have our lovely, lovely lunch in London. There is something off here, though. His hands start shaking. I see him getting increasingly agitated, but for not, but for no apparent reason. I mean, we're having supposedly the best day in the best restaurant, having a great time, right? So, um, as he shakes, he's also a smoker, right? And a recovering addict. I can tell by the dry lunch but also because of the shaky sauce. And I'm, I'm literally saying this because he started to shake when he was grabbing the sauce. I was drinking my glass of wine as usual and he was completely dry um, and just staring at me with an iced tea, which I found normal kind of because we were on a lunch date, but then I was, you know, kind of curious to see if that was it. That was all there was there, right? Um, so conversation flows transition keeps on popping up not sure if he's looking for connection or just for touch meaning is he looking to really to connect or to talk to somebody or just to hook up right complex character complex characteristics of a recovering party boy i can also tell he was probably a heartbreaker in his time i mean he's super good looking now and i can only imagine how he was 10 years ago for example we should meet you 10 years early actually perhaps perhaps i could have saved you I say to myself, of course, only in my head. <laughs> right now, not sure this is the place and time to dive in deeper. He goes to the bathroom, coming back a bit pale. I ask what's going on, and, and then he tells me, good for disclosure, his real true story. He's a recovering addict, like I already assumed he was, and currently under curfew in a very expensive rehab facility his family has put him to right on the street from Knightsbridge. I mean, in Knightsbridge, a restaurant street from the restaurant as well. He's been trying for years to quit opioids, but his demons are bigger than his will. Yes, guys, sometimes you have to trust your gut and go with, watch the red flags and just go with your gut because I immediately thought of this in the beginning of the lunch and now 
um, he is just kind of confirming what I already knew, right? By the time coffee arrived, we were in full therapy session, trying to analyze if there was any hope or help. I even dropped a joke about sex for dessert, but I could tell that that was so far-fetched here. I mean, I wasn't in the mood anymore, and I'm not sure where he could bring me since he was staying in a rehab facility, right? <laughs> Our expensive lunch was the perfect excuse for him to have flirtatious contacts with the opposite sex. He knew someone from America that did not live here, and he felt safe. I mean, I was going out of town again and he just needed an outlet to kind of vent and that was that date the purpose for that day was exactly that we exchanged some intimate writing he even ordered he even ordered to send me his personal journal yes can you believe it and he wanted a good listener to give him the prescription to live you know that magical recipe to life something that honestly i didn't even have at the time and i myself was currently a little bit lost and looking for answers um, but I feel that that's the first step to reinvention and he looked me up on social media and he seemed like he could connect with me and click and we actually did no chance of the second day here obviously um, but I felt compelled to stroke his ego giving him a little sweet kiss goodbye and wishing him well in a warm hug right um, I said write me soon darling everything's going to be okay I say as I walk to my second date yes i obviously had a second date that i was already working on in the books because like i said a full set of hair and makeup and a glam outfit cannot be gone to waste stay tuned for the next segment where we do a little q a on this chapter about my scottish date in london stay tuned Hello guys, I really hope you enjoy the segment about my Scottish rehab. I couldn't decide if I was going to name it actually um, my Scottish salmon because I really love Scottish salmon <laughs> for some reason. Uh, or if um, I should just call it my Scottish rehab because in the end when I found out that he was in fact a recovering addict, then it became rehab for myself as well. Rehab in the sense that I um, sometimes didn't go with my gut and I didn't trust my, you know, intuition and feelings and asking questions, for example, like, why are we meeting at lunchtime and why is this guy not drinking or why is his hand shaking, right? So it was rehab for me in the sense that I was a little bit lost, but at that point, if he found compelling to tell me his life story and opening up in such a beautiful and vulnerable way, Perhaps I was on the right track with my own life, right? And I cannot explain to you how lost I felt in that trip to Ibiza because I, you know, I was coming back to so many projects that I really need to make happen because it was do or die for me and I really wanted to take my life to the next level and stop just like, you know, worrying about like everyday things and really working on my creative uh, projects right so it was rehab for me on that sense so i decided to go for that title how do you feel about mind fucking before fucking do you guys know the difference between mind fucking before fucking or are you not interested in really putting that effort i want to hear from you 
it's something that I always ask people and most people seem to actually enjoy my fucking before fucking, but they don't want to go through the painting hustle of actually doing the work to make it happen, right? So I want to hear from you in the website and in the Q&A or Instagram. And also don't forget to download the book, A Date with Tinderella, right? Um, so I have a few questions from the audience here. Let's get started. So... Um, the first question is obviously, do you trust your gut? Do you actually see the red flags on a date? Or you're just too um, intoxicated and infatuated with the fact that you're going on a date and you're getting to dress up and you're going to go see a guy or a girl or when you're traveling, when you're in a different place and you're going to get to meet people from different cultures. Do you actually pay attention to the red flags though and ask questions like, for example, why is his hand shaking or why is he not drinking or why are we meeting for lunch? Um, I think it's very important to ask uh, these questions without making your date obviously feel uncomfortable because nobody wants that but I do feel that um, as we go on in the book you're going to see an evolution of how I learned how to um, just grace my gut and my feelings and my intuition and be in touch with my emotions a little bit better so it was a good exercise for myself and that's why I call this chapter the Scottish Rehab right are you gentle to people's feelings even if there's no chance for a second date right I really felt that this guy and I had like a couple hours of true meaningful conversation and although there was no chance for a second date obviously I was leaving and you know he was in his own little world his own little situation I um still felt like I wanted to be nice and sweet I mean we kind of talked a little bit over the phone and wrote um back and forth about self-development and you know writing and the book and uh, the human capital and research all the stuff that we were sharing in common at that lunch and i feel that even though in my heart i knew there was no chance for a second date you know i feel that you should always be nice and graceful to people because you never know who you're talking to and you never know what their story is and their background and i feel that this good to put out this good energy and i also want to ask you something else because it came up in um the discussion do you leave dates abruptly if you feel that you don't belong there or if you're a guy do you actually um walk out of a date without paying or trying to split the bill if you don't like the girl as much i also think that this is a huge topic that we're going to discuss a little bit more in detail because i find it fascinating that some guys um you know want to go on dates and want to be you know treated like a man without acting like one and the same thing applies to girls you know they want to be treated like girls or a woman and then they don't act like it right so it's a very interesting topic that we're going to be um discussing a little bit more in detail in the next segment do you take your dates um to the usual place i find it really interesting because um i, I have that I have that experience and I can tell you it's kind of funny because then they know you and they know that you're like on a casual date or that you're getting to know people um and I actually kind of like it I feel like cozy and I feel like I can call the shots better if I know the place where I'm going on a date and I always feel that um, the girl should be the one deciding and picking out uh, but in this case for example I was open to suggestions since, since I'm, I don't live in London and I'm coming to visit from Miami for a short period of time 